Welcome to In Search of the Great America, a virtual road trip to the biggest city and a small town in each state of the Union. 100 guests will be invited to define their great America, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Laura Milkins, and I really want to know, what's your great America? Hello, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Today, we have with us in the studio, Christopher Valles. He is a small business owner from New Mexico, born and raised openly gay since he was 16. He is a mixed-race Hispanic with long heritage of family in New Mexico. Hello, Christopher. Welcome to the show. Hi, Laura. So nice to have you on. It's good to be here. So I'm just going to start with the first question. Where did you grow up and what was it like? Well, I grew up in a town called Las Cruces, which is in the southern part of New Mexico, close to the Texas-Mexico border. I grew up with a large extended family. It was a beautiful place to grow up, Um, mountains, desert, river, and a lot of close-knit family. Had a great childhood, explored the desert mountains, and just enjoyed life there until I was 18. I came out when I was 16 as gay, and... That changed the dynamic a little bit growing up in a small town, a bit conservative. After I was 18, I I left Las Cruces and moved north to Albuquerque to go to school. But I continue to go back and forth to my hometown quite often. It's a, a great place. You know, growing up with a large extended Hispanic family, it was nice to feel that sense of community growing up. And I noticed in the last 20 years that type of community structure doesn't doesn't exist anymore Uh, when I was growing up all my cousins have left Las Cruces for greener pastures economically as I did it's a it's it's different you know Um, but it's still a beautiful place and I'm not far from it it was a nice place to grow up I used to love spending a lot of time in the mountains east of town the Oregon mountains so we do a lot of hiking and climbing and and a lot of time by myself. It was kind of my my way of meditating and discovering who I was through the outdoors. So, yeah, and I spent a lot of time hiking in the desert with my dogs. And that area of New Mexico is so beautiful with the, the river, the Rio Grande flows through the town. And there are lots of little mountain ranges around there, too, that I would hike. So yeah, it was kind of my um my my refuge going going to the mountains. Was there a time in history that you thought America was great and why? A uh, time in history America great. You know, <laughs> living through the last 3 years, I would say probably the 60s and 1970s, I think the United States was at its most promising because that's when that's when things like the civil rights movement and the the feminist movement and the gay rights movement and all these social justice movements were occurring. I, I was born in 1966. So I was born just as, as those movements were beginning, but I, I did feel them in the 70s. And it felt like such a sense of of hope and promise and so much seemed to be coming together in terms of 
of social justice and equity and inclusiveness that we were going to build a nation that was that was structured for everyone and with the 1980s of course and reagan coming into office that that is when things started to change and it's kind of been slowly going downhill up until 2016 when it fell off the cliff but yeah i you know i grew up primarily in the 70s and i just everything felt so hopeful and so i don't know i I might be idealizing it but it felt it felt wonderful and i i actually you know i'm a really optimistic person in my being and i think a lot of that came from growing up in the 70s with the promise of of the things that were to come and i retain that and i actually go back to that a lot a lot of my favorite artists and musicians are from that time period and i don't know if you could hear it in the background but i have Joni Mitchell's Blue playing just to kind of help calm my nerves. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of those artists and musicians of that time just were singing of peace and love and hope. And and that's what I carry with me from those two decades. And I just, oh, I just hope for better times, you know. What is great about America now for you? What is great about America now? Well, I have to tell you, I personally am seeing a lot of people around me really struggling. And there's a lot of collective depression and a lot of collective anger and a lot of collective angst. And I I don't want to be part of that. So when Trump was elected in 2016, I immediately knew. (laughs) that some bad stuff was coming down the pike. So I hunkered down and and made a plan for myself. And that that was to to connect more with nature and with people. And and that's what I've been doing the last three years. I I run three meetup groups in Albuquerque. You know, I've actually been doing really well during the, the present pandemic, the present strife. I I just, I connect with people and I connect with nature and, and I'm, and so on a personal level, I'm actually doing really well and I'm trying to to stay solid and grounded for my family and for my friends and for the broader community, because I really, really think that the United States is in a really bad place and we're at a crossroads with an election coming up in a few weeks that's going to decide whether we move ahead towards greater, I don't know what you want to call it, fascism, censorship, or we're going to move in a different direction. So people are in pins and needs. So I'm making plan B in case the election does not go the way I want it to go, then I can again find hope and strength in the things that don't revolve around politics or even economics and and again it comes back to 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 nature and it comes back to connecting with with humanity my friends my family my partner and and staying grounded but america's not doing well now what we have in office right now with donald trump 
I view as a, I view, I, I view him as a, a symptom of a sickness that the nation is experiencing right now. And if there's one lesson to be learned from this man in office is that in order for democracy to work, we all have to get out and vote. Voting is the most fundamental building block for a healthy democracy. If we don't take away anything from this monstrosity, is that we all need to be educated and get out and vote to make a difference. And so, but if the election doesn't go the way I want it to, then I'm and my life is still going to go on. My life will still be great. I will feel for the country, but life moves forward. What does your great America look like in the future? My great America for the future. Wow. Well, my great America is inclusive and the key words for the great America are compassion, integrity, inclusion, diversity, and equity for all. That includes the natural world too, not just humanity. And I think a vision for a greater United States includes a strong economy where the wealth is shared equally and globally too. Let's make it a global, equitable economic structure where we all can share in the pie, where we eradicate poverty, eradicate hunger, and honor and have a reverence for the natural world. Right now, what we're doing is destroying the natural world for a very short-term economic dividend, which is only going to a certain group of people. And that's sustainable for only so long. So I see a America where we create a strong economy that's based on, on sharing, on love, on compassion, on humility, and on an equal distribution of wealth. And we're a long way from there, but I'm optimistic. You know, I have faith in, in humanity. And I, I think we have better days ahead. This is just a blip in time right now. So the way I look at things is if things aren't great now, maybe in a hundred years after I'm gone, a new generation will pop up and, and they'll have a, a better vision and a, and a more, you know, they'll create a better, better structure for, for the nation. I'm eternally optimistic, but I have to get from A to B first. And I see it. I see it down the road. Who are we when we are our best? When we are our best as a nation, I believe that we are striving towards the goal of social justice and the acknowledgement and recognition and honoring of our diverse communities. We are our best when we are interacting and sharing with respect and compassion and integrity. And individually as our best, we are, I like to say to people that in the meetup groups that I organize that you are an ambassador for your race 
for your class, for your gender, for your gender identity, and all the identities that, that define us. You are an ambassador for that. So when you go out into the world, whether you like it or not, people see you for that. And so when I go out into the world, I want to be the best ambassador I can for my male gender, for my Hispanic community, for my gay community. So I want to be kind and courteous and compassionate. I want that to resonate in my personal life because I live in my immediate environment and I want to fill my immediate environment with with those with those keywords of kindness, compassion, empathy. So when we are our best, we are we are exhibiting those qualities, those traits, those behaviors as individuals, as communities, and as a nation. Right now, I look around and I see, boy, I see a lack of all that. I'm hoping that that we can strive for those ideals. And I think we will. Perfect. Great. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your sharing your great America. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Sochnitsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or Libsyn. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.